They're back, your favorite Jewish rock and roll nostalgia band. It's Rosh Hashanana with their greatest hits album, Sock Hop at the Synagogue. My rabbi's back, he's gonna circumcise my baby. Are they, are they, my rabbi's back? Yes, Rosh Hashanana has reformed to bring you 12 kosher cuts of hop and Hebrew hijinks. That guy isn't good for Jews. This album should be in every Orthodox rocker's collection. Rolling Stone gives it five stars of David. Did I wonder, wonder, did him, did who, who wrote the book of Job? Sock Hop at the Synagogue, new from Rosh Hashanah. Available at all record stores. We'll talk price when you get here. Don't pass over this album. The Hebrew. Yours truly. Brit Summers at thebritsummershow.com. Presents the sweet sound of success. Good tune, voted best. The number one tune this week. Okay, I'm a little late, but then again, it's never too late. Every year at the shine, I try to go back to a crazy little thing called a sugar shack. It's a buffet table made of hot fronds and wood. And the falafel balls, they're looking pretty good. And that's one reason why I've got to get back to that Sugar Shack. Oh, thanks man to that Sugar Shack. The whole Katzimush Booker is there waiting for me. Hey, hey. They're all hocking at China about those bad memories. They have bundled bread chopped liver and lots of locks. You never saw so much food, it'll make you plot. And that's another reason why I gotta get back to that sugar shack. Oi, face me to that sugar shack. Oi, a clock to that sugar shack. Oi, face to that sugar shack. WWNN. Hi everybody, welcome to the Brit Summer Show, broadcasting live from a country run by President Joe Manchin. If anybody cheered or went woo-hoo when the uh, billionaires who went for a joyride... (laughs) And, and, and the capsule landed safely. Uh, I have some information you may want to hear. The billionaires that circled the earth and uh, everybody cheered and was uh, very uh, proud of, they don't care about you. They don't care about us. They don't care about anybody but their own profit margin. And this was a jaunt. This was like a joyride. It is like going to an amusement park for a little kid. Who cares about billionaires? Is this a new thing now? Ooh, 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 we're going to watch billionaires go out in the outer space. Yay! Oh, we love the billionaires. And they love us too, now don't they? No. No, they do not. They're just having a good time because they've got nothing else to spend their money on. They got all their yachts, they got all their mansions, they got yeah, anything your money could possibly get. They already got it. The one thing they can't get yet, which uh, until now, was to go out into outer space. Billionaires in space. <laughs> Please, science fiction writers, <laughs> science fiction nerds, uh, Trekkies out there, <laughs> here's your opportunity. Billionaires in space encounter <laughs> Alien, the monster in Alien. 
Uh, billionaires in space, let them, let them go back in time where they have no money. Oh, that, let them go back like before. The, it doesn't have to be way back. Just like uh, a year before they were born. And they have no money. And they're the age they are now. Or let them go into the future, a dystopian future, which if you read or watch science fiction or all the comic books, anything about the future is always dystopian. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The, the, the future does not bode well to science fiction writers. <laughs> it's always dystopian, always. And you know something, they may have a point, the way things are going. Let the billionaires in space... Uh, get lost in space. There you go. Let them get lost in space. Let something go wrong with the capsule that they're not flying. It's an autonomous ship that's being remotely controlled from Oith. They're not flying it. They're playing video games and stuff and looking out the windows. Let them get lost in space. Let them, let them go into another galaxy where they're lost and they land on a planet that's filled with killer beach balls or giant vegetables that will eat them alive. Let them have... <laughs> everything that goes wrong in space, please let it happen to the billionaires in space. Isn't that pathetic? Look where we are. And you have to, you know, astronauts train for years. A good part of their life is spent studying, learning, training, dedicating their lives to space from a very early age. And here's just a group of wealthy douchebags that step into a spaceship and hi, look, uh, we're out in space, dude. <laughs> and what bugs me more than anything else is that the lemmings here on Earth cheer them. Yay! Happy for you. We are pathetic, aren't we? I mean, like, it, but this is nothing new. I think television producers discovered something in the uh, very early 80s with Robin Leach and uh, what was that? Uh, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. That was a big hit. Why do you... <laughs> those who do enjoy that kind of garbage. Why do you want to be dazzled by them? What do you think... What are, what's in those people's minds that, that are intrigued by the wealthy? It's like, you know, maybe someday I'll have all that too. No, you won't. Grow up. You maybe this would be an opportunity for me to live like they do as well. No, you won't. Get 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 out. I mean, please. Is that what it's all about? Fantasizing. I mean, look at the uh, the Emmys. Which oh god, was that hard to watch? All I have to say about the Emmys is, thank you, TiVo. Uh, <laughs> did you notice how many Emmy awards the Royals won? The Royals. People watch that. People enjoy looking at wealthy people that are much better off than they are, that have no money worries in their life, that can have everything they want at their fingertips. Oh, yeah, I'm certain it's a soap, you know, like Dallas was, you know, where uh, all sorts of nefarious goings on behind the scenes and double-crossing, backstabbing characters and all that. But you know what? Who cares? They got so much goddamn money, who really gives a crap? Because we never will. Unless, <laughs> unless you hit the jackpot. I mean, I, I, the other thing that occurred to me is like, and they still have it in college. They still have Juilliard. They still have band class in high school. I'm, I'm thinking about all these kids studying music or, or mastering an instrument. It's what are they, there's nothing left. The Emmys, 
<laughs> Did you see one musician in that entire broadcast? Three hours of not one musician in sight. Because somebody at the network said, you know something? We'll save a bundle if we just hire a guy for around 800 bucks to spin records and play MP3s. Yeah. Why hire an entire orchestra? Why hire 18 people who are trained musicians and are uh, union members? Why have them even in there? Why, in Las Vegas, same thing. No musicians. What the hell for? You can recycle the stuff that real musicians did. You know, I don't want to mention sampling. But uh, the reason they do that's because they themselves don't have the talent to do it. And and they have to steal. Well, they don't steal it. They pay for it. And the artists that originally made the music are more than happy to sell it to them. And they do it a lot, whatever it is. But uh, the mixologists, if you will, who uh, come up with the current stuff and they and they sample, you know, classic rock songs or whatever it is, a classic pop song or like a, I'm, I'm noticing lately they're using piano riffs that are out taken out of a song. That's stuff I do. Uh, and, and then they insert it into a uh, Mr. Drummer beat or something. Uh, that's, that's about it. So you have to go through uh, four years of college, uh, maybe get to Juilliard, which is very expensive. And then what are you going to do? Huh? What are you going to do? Nothing. Look at the Emmys. And and Oscars were the same thing, these big gala events. I said gay. Uh, These big, big events. Not a musician in sight. There's no more orchestra pit, I guess, because they could fit more tables. And and it's just some guy to pay, I don't know, 800 bucks uh, to sit up there and uh, play records. <laughs> it's so blatantly cheap and unprofessional and below the low bar. It's accepted now. That's how things are today. And it's one of those things that, you know, should I pass away tomorrow? Not from COVID. It won't be from that. But if something ever happens to me, that kind of crap I'm not going to miss. I'm not going to miss a time where you don't have to sacrifice and you don't have to try and you don't have to practice and you don't have to do any work. You just order online the software you need and uh, sell it somehow. I don't even know how they sell. I guess corporation, big corporate labels, which are not labels anymore, uh, the recording industry uh, sees a maximized profit and just having one guy who can mix really good. And that's that. But no musicians at the Emmys. For the last few years. I mean, I think the last time they actually had an orchestra was, what, four years ago? They've been doing it pre-COVID. And Oscars, too. There's nowhere for a musician to go. I'm talking about trained, professional, Juilliard graduates. You can't play anywhere. Not to mention you can't play. You can't even compose. No one's going to buy it. They don't have to. They'll buy some old stuff that was on the top 40 charts. And later on in the show, I'm going to get to the uh, the food thing. (laughs) I've been wanting to talk about that. But yeah, particularly this country has a a fascination with billionaires. Not even billionaires. You know, six-figure people. They're intrigued. Like down here. Around the holidays, they have the boat parade, the Christmas boat parade on the intercoastal. And it's called the boat parade, but actually, it's just a bunch of yachts piloted by uh, a bunch of yutzes in their yachts. And granted, a lot of them are corporately sponsored. They're owned by big companies, but there's some private individuals too. And it never fails every year, and it goes way back. People will fill the banks with on, on the bleachers and all that to watch all the rich people. Yeah, you know, I did a bit about that. The Christmas boat parade. I did it back in like 94. I can't find it naturally, but it's here. I'll have to use a metal detector to find it. I think it was for the Rick and Sud show. But yeah, people, they just clamor to see rich people. Woo! Ooh, boy, you're easily satisfied, aren't you? People like that. What, does it make you go, squirt, squirt? When you see somebody who has more money than you'll ever see in your life? Huh? 
Does that make you go uh, squirt, squirt? I, I'll never understand that mentality. And, and it's prevalent throughout the, the land here. I don't know about other countries. I guess maybe England. Uh, but uh, pretty much here. They're billionaires. Ooh, look, they're in outer space. It's billionaires. At, where's that drop? Billionaires in space. Whee! What's wrong with us? My first indication of, of this mentality was the Cardassians. They were just a, <coughs> a minimal byproduct of the O.J. Simpson trials in the mid-90s. Their father was the attorney. So, uh-huh. So how many attorneys' uh, daughters do you want to watch? <laughs> Talk about people who have achieved nothing in their lives. Uh, outside of uh, being a recipient of a, a very uh, lucrative will. And that's that. Wee! They're my favorite. I'm a big fit. Oh, did you see what she was wearing? I don't care what she was wearing. What's, what, what good's that going to do me or you? What good's that going to do anybody who watches that garbage? Or, or uh, just gushes over uh, billionaires. Yes, billionaires. They're the problem that we have. They're the ones. You, you don't like Trump? They're the ones that financed them. You don't like uh, the Texas laws? They're the ones that finance it. Anything that, and not to mention those Texas laws are coming here, coming to Florida soon. Stay tuned for that. But uh, anything bad that happens to us, anything that has negative consequences in our lives, is caused by them. Number one, they don't want an infrastructure bill because then they're going to have to pay taxes. Yeah. The billionaires in space don't pay any, any taxes at all. They don't pay to live here. They're snoring on us. Oh, I'll hear the argument. Well, you know, if it wasn't for them, a lot of us would be out of work. They keep people employed. Do they really now? Is that the old Ronald Reagan trickle-down theory? Milt Friedman of, uh, what was it, University of Chicago? The urinate down their leg uh, onto your face like you're part of the sidewalk in the city? Yeah, they'll trickle down on you. They're happy to trickle down. Now they can go up in space and trickle down into your mouth all the way from the stratosphere. Trickle down. Trickle down this. They wouldn't give you change for a 20. Check it out. Soon as Reagan got in, the factories all went to China. And, and, and Clinton, too. That, that sealed it. By the end of the 90s, most of our factories were closed. Obama didn't help at all because he was a globalist, too. Uh, and then Trump made things worse. Uh, how's carrier air conditioning doing in Mexico? Well, Mexico stole our jobs, you stupid dumbass. The corporation sent them there because it's cheap. Like uh, not having to hire musicians for a gala event like the Emmys. That all-American uh, Chevy 1500 pickup you're, you're driving. I'm all-American, wave my flags. <clears throat> hey, stupid. They built that in Mexico. So let's, let's send more billionaires up in space with no way to come back down. This is Moonbase to all shadow stations. Moonbase to all shadow stations. UFO sighted 428-146-Green will report. Attention all defense systems. Condition red. Trajectory. Still is predicted. Stand by. Four, three, two, one, zero. Driving very slow, cops aiming radar down the road. Here's what I'm really thinking of you. Kiss my nose, cockaboo. 
It's Brittany Summers. Talk radio with balls and big ones, too. She's unforgettable. The man of this face That's a chink in the armor of the United States Now we gotta have NASA build a ship or two Cause if we ain't got nothing more important to do We are going, we are going Going to the cockamoon Yeah, yeah We're getting back into space But not like 69 Alvin Uncle Martin's gonna help us this time To discover new life and explore new worlds And take us up a really hot token girl We are going, we are going Going to the cockamoon We're gonna launch that rocket high in the sky And wave to rush as we pass them by Point to that Gleason, land it right in his eye yeah. We are going, we are going Going to the cockamoon We're gonna build a base where you can reside Just like Space 1999 Just make sure you don't let your kid Go for a walk with Dr. Smith We are going are going, going to the cockamoon, and to the yeah, yeah, you're listening to the Brit Summer Show. Uh, so question for all of you anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers out there. Are you dead yet? We're waiting. I ain't gonna take a back a seat. Cause Fauci works for China. And that's all the talking points I know. And I ain't gonna wear a mask. Because that's what Jesus says. And Tucker and Hannity. This is the mentality we're dealing with. And yeah, they're dying. They're all dying off these spreaders that refuse it. And we have uh, <coughs> this governor, <laughs> he doesn't even deserve the title, who ha- has anointed himself as warrior against public health. He does not want any good public health measures taken in this state. In the press, they're a little slow on the uptake a little bit slow. I was talking about this a year ago on this show when Rebecca Jones was fired. Yeah, you know, the girl has issues. But this is one thing she did right. And they fire her for it. You'll see the headlines now. The Florida Health Department has manipulated COVID data. Oh, they just found out. They just found out. Rebecca Jones told him that a year ago. I told them that a year ago. But nobody listens to this show. Ooh, they manipulated the data. <clears throat> you know, Cuomo made a, uh, it was a mistake. Uh, his entire staff made a mistake, including the women accusing him of giving them a kiss. <laughs> they were part of that, too. You know, they left that part out. Well, he let the old folks die in the uh, old folks' home and all that. No, he didn't let them die. He sent them to the hospital, but where they screwed up is they sent them back to a COVID-infested resting home. But they didn't know the difference back then. Doesn't matter. That's water under the bridge. He's gone, and they got uh, Kathy uh, Hocus Pocus, who seems to be doing okay. But this guy here, this governor here, he won't get impeached. He won't get recalled. He won't get nothing. Because we have, we got the villages up there who praise him. That's their favorite son that they never had. And uh, everybody else wishes his mother never had a son. No, it's it's not news here. But I guess around the country, you know, whatever. Florida Health Department manipulates COVID data. Well, no shit, assholes. Been trying to tell you that. We'll never know how many people here in the flat in the state of Florida, how many people actually died of COVID because they changed the death certificates. They were ordered to uh, the hospitals uh, were ordered to change the death certificate from COVID to pneumonia, or just don't just just put pneumonia. 
That's what happened. And that's what Rebecca Jones discovered. And that's why she was fired. She must go. So any information, any data you get out of this state, I don't know if it, I've been hearing it pronounced data. Is it data? Because on Star Trek, it was data. Uh, anything you get out of this state's inaccurate, so don't even count it as a fact. It's, it's just fairy tale numbers. We'll never know. Those people are dead and gone and buried, and we'll never know at all what the real numbers were in, in here in Fladerebe. But I can tell you that they were very, very high. And they're going to get even higher. <clears throat> and there's not a goddamn thing we can do about it. And they don't want anything done. These uh, Trumplicans, they don't want anything done about it. Uh, they're uh, resolute about uh, killing themselves. Let them. Let them. Because we tried everything. We tried incentive plans. We tried mandates. Uh, nothing works. They, they refuse to take a shower. They refuse to brush their teeth. And they refuse to get a vaccine. Be why? Because it's politicized. And they're showing the Dems a thing or two, which should be on their tombstone. I'll show those libtards. Died 2021. Yeah. Well, your, your, your talk show hosts, your uh, icons, uh, they're all real proud of you. Oh, wait a minute. They're dead, too. They call us libtards? They, they are all certifiable and belong in an insane asylum, especially the ones that Reagan closed. The, the abandoned ones that you see, uh, the ghost hunters and all that, throw them in there. Those were insane asylums and they belong in there. They should reopen them and then put padlocks on them because back then, the people you see in the Republican position, uh, power positions right now are the ones that were sitting in those sanitariums back then. That's why Reagan shut them all down, because they were all going to run for office. So we didn't have podcasters back then, and we didn't have the 96 Telecom Act back then, but as soon as we did, here they come. As soon as the Federal Communications Commission said, you don't need a license to broadcast, no, go ahead, everybody have at it, go ahead, have a ball. As soon as they did that, that's what you get on the air. And right now I count four dead radio so-called untalented personalities that, uh, well, they're dead. You won't see him no more. And speaking of untalented, how did, how did Joe Rogan become popular and wealthy? I don't know. What Does that inarticulate, dumb, slab of meat, uh, that, that mouth-breathing moron, is his attraction by any chance other Dumb slabs of meat that are mouth-breathing morons. It's the only way I can put it together. That guy has nothing to offer, nothing to say. It's obvious he's been vaccinated, but he won't admit it. He keeps pitching the ivermectin, the horse wormer, uh, and uh, chlorine dust, and uh, all kinds of poisons. And uh, he's popular as ever. Where'd he come from? Who the hell is that dumbass? Yes, you can say dumbass on the radio. FCC doesn't mind that word. If you if you tell people to kill each other, and if you uh, dispense poison on the air, uh, FCC, uh, they're good with that. They love that. Go right ahead. Isn't that right, Jessica? Because it seems you don't care. But Joe Rogan, what? That that's another mystery. It must be the name. It must be because it's easy to pronounce. Joe Rogan, man. Dude, Joe Rogan. Sure. I, I, I watch Joe Rogan's podcasts. Yeah. Untrained, unqualified, untalented, all the uns. But he is a um, prominent douchebag who, obviously, attracts other douchebags. And they give him all of their money. This is Eyewitness News. After five grueling spacewalks, the news conference underway right now between astronauts and reporters back on Earth. Is it true you can see Oprah from space? No, you can't see Oprah from space because she never goes outdoors. When you make a dookie in space, what do you do if you get a Klingon on Uranus? Get it? Klingon Uranus? Ha ha. Next question. If you fart in your spacesuit, what happens? Excellent question. It lingers, it ferments, 
and when you breathe it in, you can see into the future. Burrito night on the space shuttle is awesome. After that, they're going to make an in-orbit call to their colleagues on the International Space Station. License to Thrill, it's Brit Summers. Bubbling over with fun. up this morning, the ship was a mess, check the medicine chest for preparation X. Space exploration's a younger man's quest, I'm too old to take all of this stress. Boy, this spaceship zooming way too fast for me, I'd much rather be driving my marquee. Took Metamucil and puked in the sink The plumbing packed up and boy does it stink Boy, too old for spaceman It won't be very much fun if I should get the runs Boy, too old for spaceman Instead I could have moved to Florida to die I've had this problem since I blasted off The depends I have on contain the captain's log How the computer knows where I wanna go To turn me back into a embryo Oi! Too old for space, man! The depends that I have on contain the captain's log Oi! Too old for space, man! Instead, I could have moved too far and to die. Thus concludes the uh, first portion, the first half, uh, the first uh, segment, the first episode <laughs> of the Brit Summer Show. Many thanks to everybody under the tower listening to us on the air. And I'll be back next week to share more hysteria with you on 95.3, 96.9. 103.9-1470 WWNN This is the WWN Network WWNN Today the United States is engaged in a gigantic effort to send men to the moon. For this effort, Pillsbury has developed many special foods. Here is the first one to be made available to the public. Space food sticks. To meet the demands of a long space flight, space food sticks had to be a compact, nutritious, high-energy food. That's why they make the perfect between-meal energy snack. Energy for hard play. Energy for hard work. Lasting energy to feel alive. If that sounds better than some of the things your family fills up on between meals, you should try Space Food Sticks for good nutrition and lasting energy in a chewy, tasty snack food. Chocolate, caramel, and peanut butter. About 44 calories at your grocer's next to the instant breakfast section. Space Food Sticks, the energy snack from U.S. Aerospace Research and Pillsbury. And now, much more of Brit Summers. Radio Wonderful! We're going to take a break with a little bit of fun this week because I found something out that I didn't know and I want to share it with all of you. In the late 80s, there was an ad campaign for the California Prunes, which was a series of uh, commercials featuring claymation prunes doing great R&B songs. Uh, Through the Grapevine was the one they used to play all the time. And it was a big hit. And, uh, you know, back then I wasn't paying attention to who it was. And then I found out who it was and who was behind it. So I did some further research, and uh, now it's your job out there to guess who this really, if you don't already know, I didn't know, but you can learn along with me now. And this is not Junior Walker and the All-Stars, it's a cover, but uh, where do you find out who this is?
produced by, get this, Amat Erdogan of Atlantic Records, Steve Cropper, and on sax, the great Lee Allen, who played sax with um, pretty much uh, every uh, chart topper uh, from the mid-50s up to, well, here. Still don't, still can't figure out who it is. You know, it's funny, because I, I, I didn't pay attention back then, like, like I said. And I just thought it was a really good uh, ad campaign to sell prunes. But I had no idea, but the talent behind this. Oh, oh wait, there, there's more? Yeah, Buddy Miles, who was a drummer for Jimi Hendrix and a whole bunch of other bands. But I think the last couple albums that Jimi Hendrix made, it was Buddy Miles playing drums. And he was a damn good singer, too. Had a hit of his own in 1971. And don't worry, I'm not going to play the whole thing. I got a lot more show to do yet. Them changes, Buddy Miles. Buddy Miles, how about that? Something I didn't even know. He was he was uh, one of the California Poons. And their tracks were so good, I mean, so true to the originals, that uh, I'm, I might play some more later on. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlo Channel, Acast, and still no word on the Hustler Network. Uh, hopefully more to come on that. Once again, we come to the portion of my show when I get on my knees and open my mouth and beg for money. And <laughs> like, like if this is the podcast area here. So that's what podcasters have to do. Which begs the question that I've always had on my mind. Why do they call it a blowjob when that's not how you do it? I don't know. Anyway, thanks to all the contributors. And the sole underwriter of this program and most valued sponsor I'll probably ever have, Ernie. We love you. I have not forgotten Ernie. Ernie, by the way, is a big fan of my Janet Reno comedy bits. Yes, he's the one. Uh, Janet Reno died about 50 years ago. And uh, I just think it's hilarious that there's uh, anyone out there that uh, appreciates comedy bits I wrote in the, what was it, the early 90s or the mid-90s, when, uh, no, I was actually under the Bill Clinton administration when Janet Reno was uh, attorney general and uh, got in all kinds of trouble over the Dave Koresh uh, thing. And she had, uh, I don't know if she had MS or something, but she, she would shake her hands. And then she had a thing or two to say when the uh, alien, the baby Jesus, floated onto our shores. Uh, so with you in mind, Ernie, here's uh, more Janet Reno 
Just for you. I'm not gonna retire. I'm in a governor's race to run this state. I'm throwing my hat in the ring soon as I get done shaking this thing. I'm falling apart, vibrating too much. I've had enough of these shakes. Or maybe it's something I ate. Reno's not me. I've been laying around here since the new administration's been in place. Just growing some hair in my pits, picking the scabs off my legs. So I'm gonna run against the other younger brother of the king of dumb. Look at all the crap he's done to Florida. So why should it matter if a lesbian decides to run? Has anybody seen his wife? No, not lately. I wonder where he sent her off to South America, maybe I like the folded shakies My God, you call this a song? Far be it for me to critique music But this is a stinker Loves it go on Yeah, maybe Janet Reno will become a retrospective uh, hit again or something. <laughs> You're listening to the Brit Summer Show, and uh, I wanted to talk about, I, I mentioned it earlier, about uh, food. And I've been thinking about maybe, because I, I don't mind saying, I'm a pretty good chef. And I, and I attribute a lot of that uh, practice uh, to the... <laughs> quarantine period because uh, that's what i did and uh, oh boy did i gain weight back then um i, I put jeez i must have put 30 pounds on during the quarantine but i lost it oh and someday i'll tell you how because early on in the quarantine i, I was a scared to even go running so in addition to uh compiling material for this show i would uh, i would cook because i i do love food and i tried all sorts of things that i i didn't realize i, I was pretty good at i might give recipes out <laughs> i don't know if that would be too boring but the way i do it i throw it together and it comes out great there's, there's no detail there's no measuring it's just uh fun to do and good to eat but the reason i brought up food earlier is because the two things stand out I mean, uh, since uh, chain restaurants opened back up, so to speak, to uh, serve their swill, I, I couldn't help but notice there was one, and I've been wanting to talk about this, a place that, here's a place that you can park outside in a parking lot and just sit there and just laugh your ass off at the enormous fat people that, that go, <laughs> go in and out. I mean, <clears throat> not that they have a physical problem, but they're fat because they can't stop eating. And the place to do that is Golden Corral. Now, their <laughs> their commercials encourage that, although they changed it. I, I didn't get past me. When they uh, did their campaign splash, their, their, their commercials just recently, that they're back open and ready to serve you. <laughs> They show, and you've probably seen this, they show people carrying food in a plate. But if you look carefully, some of those things are disgusting what they did. Uh, the, the first one I saw was a heavy fella. They don't show the people, but they show the hand walking with the plate with the food on it. And uh, on the plate <laughs> was two pieces of fried chicken, broccoli, because that's a vegetable, but it was smothered in cheddar cheese sauce, mashed potatoes, and, for a side dish, a pizza. <laughs> yeah, pizza, chicken, broccoli for your health, and uh, mashed potatoes. <laughs> and it was, I saw it like twice, and my roommate and I, we were looking forward to it because it was so hilarious. You know, it's like, uh, here we are, come to Golden Corral and get a good massive heart attack after you eat here it's always it's always a good blend to have chicken and pizza at the same time 
But they changed the commercial now. Now they, <laughs> the man carrying the, the plate has a more sensible dish placed before him. <laughs> it's still fat fried chicken and lard. And it's still broccoli covered with uh, thick cheese sauce. But the side dish this time, it's just mashed potatoes. They took they reshot that scene without the slice of pizza covering the dish. Uh-huh. So, if you catch that, the original shot had a slice of pizza. And the other ad campaign that <laughs> didn't go unnoticed is the homophobic, deist, ultra-religious, white nationalist based in Georgia. Chick-fil-A. Now, if you like chicken that's dry, bland, and dusty, the kind of chicken that's overcooked to the point where when you bite into it, it turns to dust, then uh, you're not going to like what I'm going to say. Tune this show out now. Because if you eat Chick-fil-A, you were born without a tongue. You were born without any taste buds in your mouth. I had it once, years ago, and, and b- before, what's his name, Dan Cathy, the CEO, forced everybody to adhere to his own private white nationalist uh, viewpoints. Uh, this was before then, and I, I thought I'd try it. It was, <clears throat> how can I put this? It was like, if you're thirsty in a desert, and, and you bite into a styrofoam. That's what the Chick-fil-A is like. But, but. They do well. People like that type of flavor. <laughs> if you like your chicken moist and juicy, uh, I recommend Popeyes because uh, Kentucky Fried, I'm not even sure that's chicken. I don't know what it is, but it's moving. Uh, and the Chick-fil-A commercials, and this is why I'm talking about it, they were advertising their Sattler Caesar salad. It was like the shittiest, crappiest looking salad. It's like a three-year-old made it. They showed this bowl of salad. And it was uh, kind of chopped lettuce, iceberg, and some croutons, pieces of chicken that you know broke apart. Uh, you know, like uh, Wendy's is the, uh, their chili. They, uh, that's their hamburgers that break. Well, they, they figured a way to get rid of that their broken chicken or the chicken that didn't come out. They throw it in a salad at Chick-fil-A. And it's little pieces of dry <laughs> chicken. You don't know whether you're biting into a crouton or, or a chicken. And, and just a little bit of Caesar sauce on them. <laughs> and that was, they paid big money. For a national ad campaign to show uh, a very unappetizing, unappealing, dry-looking salad. And their other spot is they have minorities in a sea. Say that there, we we like you too. Why, you colored people are all right by Chick-fil-A. And they have like a Mexican woman and a black woman. uh, Yeah, I like their chicken. Yeah, oh. Okay, uh, <laughs> if I was starving, if I, <laughs> I wouldn't put Chick-fil-A in my mouth ever again. It's just garbage. It's absolute, unadulterated garbage. Maybe the chicken's real. I'll give them that over Kentucky Fried Chicken. I don't know what that uh, grease covered in crust is. Although I did like it when I was a kid, though. When I was a kid, they had the barbecue chicken, which they don't have anymore, and that wasn't bad. But now I'm, I'm a, I kind of don't trust it. But maybe I, I should do like Robert Tulf. I should do uh, food reviews on this show and give recipes. That'd be nice. And uh, just a nice break from the usual aggravation and me getting apoplectic about uh, politics or something. It'd be a nice change, you know? Like when I decide to play another Buddy Miles track. <laughs> Well, he sure did cover a lot of Junior Walker songs, but that's okay, as long as he did it well. Lee Allen on sax and Buddy Miles.
California prune. So when you're getting old and gray, and you're constipated every day, you want some relief, and that's for sure. And so for you, we got the cure. Just eat some of us, eat us every day, and then flush your crabs away. Don't you know that they're wrinkled and they're tasty? California Prunes. What a way to go. It's Boca Brit, and this is the Britney Summers Show. Oh, I'm not done with Buddy Miles yet. This is one of my favorites. Uh, terrible name for the song, Paul B. Allen, Omaha, Nebraska. Well, this is one of those, uh, when I was growing up, I put the 8-track in and I was driving hard to this one. This one was produced by Steve Cropper. Charlie Carper on guitar. Roland Robinson on bass. Dwayne Hitchens on organ. And of course, this is off the Them Changes album, which I said earlier was 1971. This came out a year earlier, 1970. Thank you. 
been listening to The Brit Summer Show on Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, Soul Flow Channel, ACAS. Hope you enjoyed this week's show. I know I did the second half. Join me for more next week. And until then, this is Brit Summer saying, you anti-vaxxers out there, stop wasting our time. Die now. You're welcome.